0: The madness, as you know, is like gravity. All it takes is a little push.
1: <laughs> they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. they talking Hello, all of everybody,
0: the talk- and welcome back to the Mad Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Paschery. We have a little bit of a different episode for you tonight than we normally do. I am here, it's the first ever two-man power trip between myself and Mr. Sexy Punakana. Getting a little forever. intimate, you know, that's I yeah. like a little, intimate, <laughs> little close. CK and Joe Rodermill. Great to have you. Always a pleasure. Uh, we have Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd, on the hunt for Chris Jericho as we speak.
1: He's on the list.
0: Yes, he will be joining us With at some list. point yes, at some point later in the show. Uh, we may have Alo unfiltered when he gets here. Uh, so Joseph. Yes, sir. Biggest thing I think that happened between Raw and SmackDown this week, if you don't agree, feel free to tell me, the dueling promo between John Cena and Roman
1: Reigns. Yeah, it was definitely the biggest thing. In it. Like, <laughs> it was kind of kind shoot and roll there, if you will. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Yeah, I definitely did because they were going at each other and it felt genuine. It felt genuine. Some of the hatred was kind of, kind of... Very intense.
0: Yeah, now did you, when we started this show now, I guess about 17, 18 months ago, and maybe more than that now, maybe it's more like 20 months ago, um, did you think that we were going to see John Cena facing off with Roman Reigns at any time within two years of starting this show?
1: I'm going to go a different different direction with that question, and then mm. I won't ask you a question as okay. well. Okay. When we started this podcast, I didn't think the WWE would be biting our John Cena the shovel terminology. <laughs> I know they love which it, which they have now. I mean, you know, like 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 cereal. I mean, yeah, they love it. been they've been crushing that now. John Cena is the shovel. Thanks to thanks to us. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, but um, I knew it was a I knew it was gonna happen down the road. I thought it would be more of a major pay per view, like a WrestleMania, SummerSlam type thing, not a, a No Mercy. But here we are.
0: Yeah. So. That's another question I have. We've talked before on the show about, it's almost like there's a weird balance. I think there's some things that we want at WrestleMania or we want at the Rumble or whatever. And then there are other times we say, don't hold off the best stuff just for a certain time. Like, just tell your best stories now and stop waiting six months down the road. Do you think it's good that they're just doing it? at No Mercy or would you rather see them hold it off for Wrestlemania or something like that? That's kind
1: of a loaded question. I mean, since there's no title involved, I'm fine with it being at this kind of pay-per-view and it's good to get it out of the way but the caveat to that is if there was a title involved or if they had more of a build to it, I'd want to see it more in, in a Wrestlemania, SummerSlam kind of, kind of venue. Did they get you excited for it at all? Well, with this promo alone, yeah, it got me pretty excited about it and I'd, I'd like to see how the crowd's going to react to this match. (laughs) How do you feel
0: like the crowd's reacting right now?
1: Right now, I don't think they know how to react. (laughs) I didn't didn't hear a lot of boos, I didn't hear a lot of cheers, I didn't hear I heard a lot of (laughs) O's. I mean, that was fun, but outside of that, I mean, you know they're going to have the Let's Go Cena, Roman Reigns sucks chant going. Yeah, who do you, do you think Cena ends up getting cheered when this match happens? I think he'll get more cheers than Roman Reigns will. I don't think he'll get, like, cheered, cheered. So
0: you don't think he'll be, like, the full-on crowd favorite?
1: I don't think he'll be AJ Styles-type cheers, no. Okay,
0: but you think he will be definitely more popular? than? For him. sure. What was the highlight of this promo for you? Like, if, if you picked out one specific moment from this.
1: John Cena telling Roman Reigns it took him five years to cut a, finally cut a good promo?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I was, like, surprised by some of it. I was definitely surprised. Obviously, they will give Cena a little bit more rope than most guys. And same thing with Roman. That's one of the things well, I said going into
1: the... Uh, I think that's part of the reason why that they give Cena more rope is why Roman Reigns kind of paused when he first started cutting his promo. He's like, should I go down this road? <laughs> do you, so you, do you think he just lost his place or do you think
0: he was like
1: should I say this I, to, in my opinion I think he started to have second thoughts of what he was about to say next really that was my the <laughs> way I, that's the way I read it because the
0: next thing I think he ultimately said was that Cena sucks I think that was the next thing he said after
1: that yeah well he he said you know he grouped it all together he said we pretty much know your bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay that
0: part too he did yeah. say that. Um, that that's actually a good point that he may have been like, all right, can I say this or not? Yeah,
1: can I get away with this? (laughs) Do you think there's
0: any chance WWE may have taken something from that and said, like, oh, maybe we should do more of this?
1: They should. I mean, shooting off the cuff like that's way better than just going in there with that PC. Everyone says the scripted stuff that they always say. I mean, John Cena said, you know, congratulations, Roman. You said the same thing every other person's they came in here to wrestle I mean, has said and not until he got in his face and kind of pushed Roman Reigns a little bit did he go a little further and make it more interesting Yeah, which when, was good
0: for me I think the standout moment was when Roman did pause and Cena said you know go ahead it's called a promo kid if you're going to be the man around here you're going to yeah. have to learn how to do it you're going to be the
1: big dog you'll learn like, how to wow. come like, I was shocked I saw Kurt Angle in the background snickering
0: yeah, he was laughing at it. I I thought it was great. I thought it was about the most. It was like the most interesting five to ten minutes on Raw in a while. Yeah. Because there there was parts when I was like, I don't know if each guy knows what the other one is gonna say.
1: That's the thing when they when they break that wall down and make it feel a little more real and more natural, it makes for better TV. It makes for more appealing to 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 viewers.
0: It does now. I am looking forward I've seen some people That were saying Leading up to this Like Something's going to happen To keep this match From happening So I went into Raw That night Thinking like They're going to do This contract signing Maybe one of them Won't sign the contract Because that's What I was seeing On social media Then they were Kind of playing it up Like Roman Didn't really want to sign it I was like, is that what they're going to do? Or are they going to say Roman doesn't want Yeah, play
1: that wouldn't be good for him. So I was like, is no. that
0: what they're doing? And then when he finally signed it, I was like, okay, good. They're doing it. Um, there were rumors of The Undertaker coming back at the last pay-per-view at SummerSlam.
1: Heard some of those rumblings. The
0: Undertaker keeps coming up, obviously, whenever Roman Reigns is involved because he, quote-unquote, retired The Undertaker.
1: And he always brings it up any chance he gets. Yeah.
0: Do you see any way that The Undertaker shows up with this match or any time again?
1: I would say not with this match, but any time again, I would say maybe... Other
0: than the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe down the road, but not this match. Do you want to see it? I would love to see it again. If they get the right opponent, someone that like makes me excited for that kind of match, because you know these days, Undertaker... He's kind of, kind of hobbling around. He's, he's, he's got the wheelchair and the rocker behind him with that, with that bum <laughs> hip, apparently. Yeah. Um, so he has, to have, he has to fight someone that's good enough to carry him and make the match that much more interesting. I mean, the stigma will be there because it's The Undertaker, but they need someone who can really, really live up to that, like like AJ Styles.
0: Yeah. Um, so this actually led to a tag match where we had Cena and Roman against Gallows and Anderson.
1: When do those guys start wrestling? Were they, have yeah. they always
0: been on the show? Those, those young they, kids.
1: Have they always been on the show?
0: Not always. They're they're new. Oh, they're new. According to Michael Cole, oh, yeah, yeah, they the one of the young tag teams. <laughs> when their combined age is seventy.
1: Um, Dropping nerds.
0: <laughs> oh God, yeah. I the second they stop doing that, will be. I, I'll be happy with. Yeah, yeah
1: you you'll be you'll be a lot happier with life.
0: I w- especially the way they kind of like built up to it. I was like, why are you? Shining the spotlight on it Now it could be one of those things that It's so annoying that it ultimately gets funny But I don't foresee that happening
1: They just completely destroyed that, that tag team Did you enjoy seeing Cena and Roman tag together? Yeah only because of It came right after all that tension It was, it was fun to watch because you were like It's going to blow up in someone's face It has to um, didn't ultimately but it just felt that way I always enjoy that angle
0: yeah, I think they did a good job of making it important, making it interesting, making you wait to see like what's next, Yeah. because we have a couple weeks before this pay-per-view happens. Uh, I don't know what the actual date is. Is
1: that the very next pay-per-view, or is there one?
0: I believe it's the next pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, there's no SmackDown one before that?
0: I don't think so. I don't think there's a SmackDown pay-per-view. that's kind of far be between
1: before. pay-per-views uh, compared to what we're used to uh at WWE these days. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about it. Pumping them out like an Irish Catholic, Catholic family. Yeah,
0: because it, it's not. It's not. Uh, I'm not going to complain because it's nice to. Have oh a yeah, I weeks. like the
1: break. I'm not complaining about that. I was just making sure I wasn't missing anything. Like, yeah, it's not. Because sometimes not it feels bad, like have a couple weeks to not be. To not be, reviewing or previewing oh, a pay per view every. Yeah, and it feels weeks. like I turn around. And there's like, oh, pay per view this Sunday. I'm like, how is that even possible?
0: Yeah, it, it's too much.
1: Gives me more time to watch the Mae Young Classic. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, um, which has been fun so far. Uh, moving on from that, we had the Universal Championship. Brock and Braun Lesnar. All they did was a promo. It's always nice to see Paul Heyman um,
1: cutting cutting his promo. Yeah.
0: Are Are you ready for the this advocate?
1: Match? And it was a rare rare chance that we got Brock Lesnar on the mic, working the mic. I mean, it was mm-hmm. one word, but. It's always fun when he cuts off the advocate to, to break in there. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. This they've done a lot to intrigue me for this match. They're building Bromstrom Strowman upright by looking making Brock almost look like a ragdoll doll. At times going up against Strowman. and then you know, we know Brock's got that stigma too. So they, they've done the, they've done right by these guys, and mm-hmm. it should be a good match. And I anticipate that Braun will probably be the next champion with Lesnar's contract running coming to an end.
0: Do you think he wins it at no mercy, or do you think it takes him a couple of tries to get it?
1: Right now, I'm thinking no mercy, but my I'm not sold on that 100 right right now.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what to think. You keep seeing that there are plans for Roman and Lesnar at WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't want to see Lesnar hold on to it that long. Although I will say the last well, I wouldn't mind six it. weeks. He's actually been. Entertaining as the champion.
1: Yeah. And it's been a big part of the That's show. That's the thing. Are we going to get that, though? If he has a title and he holds it from now to WrestleMania, he has to be on the show. It can't be that absentee championship. That's not fun.
0: So if he's at No Mercy, you'd have to assume he's going to be on at least one more Raw. It's September 24th, by the way. So you'd have to assume he's going to be on at least one more Raw yeah, before they, then.
1: I heard that they might have him lose it at that go-home Raw, which is on a Saturday, I think.
0: Wait, what's on a the Saturday?
1: They're... Uh, there's a special show on a Saturday. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it's a RAW, but I, I I was reading about it the other day and I was like, it's in Toronto, hmm. maybe near the end of September. So
0: is this gonna be one of those like, remember they did the live Madison Square Garden? Special That's what i was thinking. It might, it might
1: be something like that. Hmm. I don't know why I said RAW. I just
0: that'd be cool if they did that.
1: That might be that might be something down the road. That's why I can't really say 100 percent that No Mercy is gonna be the spot, but I foreseeable future I think Braun it takes it from Brock
0: I mean I'd assume we'll see him at another Raw in September we'll see him in No Mercy obviously I assume we'll probably see him if not at the pay-per-view in October I'd assume maybe we'll see him at Survivor Series in the Rumble yeah and then probably WrestleMania if he just does those shows I'd probably be cool with it because we probably see him on I don't know. couple. Eight to ten in, yeah,
1: sprinkled in here and there, kind of.
0: Yeah, and then he's there, but he's not there all the time, so it's not like you don't see the, the belt for three months. You'll see it pop up here and there, and then it'll be important when it is there, and it'll be at the important pay-per-views. I, I kind of hope that's the way they're going with it. Um,
1: I thought a cool angle would be, like, if Brock goes out for a time period is have just Braun Strowman physically destroy Lesnar to a point where he can't wrestle, and they had that like, kind of a tournament kind of thing for, mm-hmm. the, for the Universal Championship. This way Brock never officially lost it. Have a tournament, which is always fun, because you never know how, how they're going to go about that. Yeah. And when Brock comes back, he never really lost the title, so you have him right right in the picture right away.
0: <coughs> I would love for them to do a tournament that they could do in an enjoyable way. I know I didn't love the one they did... Two years ago. Yeah. They culminated, I believe, in Survivor Series when Roman beat Dean and then Sheamus cashed in and won the title.
1: Well, they kind of ruined the when they cash in at this point, so that's not an option.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. But that, I didn't think that tournament was good. It was like... Yeah, it depends how they handle it. It was like a boring... But I think they have enough
1: put- number one contenders right now and some solid wrestlers where they, if they did it with the right matchups, it would be awesome.
0: They could do it. I don't know if I trust them yeah, to it, do it. Yeah, I know. To, like, actually follow it's through. It's two different things. It hugely very different things. Um, Sasha Banks loses her title, again, without having ever defended it. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about the women's championship, the women's division?
1: I mean, it's kind of up in the air right now. I'm not, I'm not happy about this. I mean, Bliss came out and said she never officially defends her title and she always loses it and that's exactly what happened. Um, I know us on the show we've kind of been geared up for a Sasha Banks title run for a while now. We haven't even come close to getting that. No.
0: It has not really been much of a feud but now they've had what, three matches together already? And it's like you kind of have used up a lot of it Yeah. without actually doing the best you could have done with it.
1: No, no. They they definitely. I mean, they started off hot, like when they first started this, the Women's Revolution, and we were all geared up for the matches that they were putting forward, the Sh- Sasha Charlotte matches. And they kind of lost a lot of steam recently with some of these, these, the shakeups they did, um, switching women here and there. It Just hasn't been as entertaining. I mean, I like Bliss as the champion, but if you're gonna give the Sasha, let Sasha run with it for a little bit, not right back to Bliss.
0: Yeah, I have to say, I did think she was gonna lose. I don't know why I thought that I just assumed it I didn't think she was gonna win it in the first place. Yeah.
1: That was my thought, I didn't think she was gonna win it. And now I'm
0: like I don't even know why she did. Yeah. But Naya finally has turned on Alexa. It's kinda entertaining. Which should be and the crowd loved it. Oh yeah. Like I wasn't expecting that she, she get came that in. Yeah, no,
1: she came in, demolished <laughs> Sasha and you know, you kinda thought like this is the team, these guys are friends, put her on the shoulders, carrying her around, a little victory run, you know. Mm-hmm. That ended quickly. Yeah. I I was
0: surprised how much the crowd enjoyed it. Is there... Do you see any way that Alexa holds on to it against Nia, or do you think they put the belt on Nia?
1: That's what I was going to kind of ask you, what are your thoughts. I mean, but I don't think in a clean match, Bliss would beat Nia. I think she would have to have some quality heel tactics.
0: Yeah, I... I really don't know. I don't really know what to think because they, like, are they going to run with Alexa Bliss? Are they like, she's great, we're going to keep going with her? <clears throat> I mean, I know that they they really have been sold on Nia Jax since before they ever even debuted her on TV.
1: And they haven't done much with her.
0: Haven't done much with her, but they've done a good job of keeping her as a monster. Yeah. Um... I feel like it might be kind of weird if that's how she wins the title. She wins it off of another heel.
1: Yep. I was thinking the same thing, like, how how you play that out. I mean, there's a lot of questions in the women's division. Like, I mean, we saw Emma put on a great match. Um, ultimately, lost to Sasha for the number one contendership. But now she's just in limbo doing nothing. I mean, it's kind of stupid what they're doing with her as well. There's no real... Just hashtags. Yeah, there's no real, like... Idea of who is a contender in that division, who, where they're going. There's no matchups that really get me excited. Yeah, um,
0: I really want to take, like, a, a long look at the women's division over the month of September and see if there's any seeds of, like, something interesting they can do. Like, I feel like Sasha losing the title, like, I don't even know how you bring her back on Raw after losing it again. Like how Again, is her not
1: character... being able to defend her title, yeah.
0: Uh, I, and everybody's first thought is always, oh, this is going to lead to her heel turn. Well, guess what? We've been saying that since February.
1: Beating that same horse. Yeah. It's dead. And Leave it alone.
0: It hasn't happened. So I'm not holding my breath that this is leading to the heel turn. I don't know when Bailey's back from her injury.
1: No, but on the plus side, with the, again, we saw it with the Cruiserweight Classic, but now we have the May Young Classic. There's some real good wrestlers in there that could be shopped to the main card and, and kind of juice up the lineups relatively soon.
0: Yeah, Asuka, when she's back from her injury, will be on the main roster. We don't, yeah. I don't think we know which show that's, yet.
1: That's probably going to be not till next year, unfortunately. What
0: is it, a broken collarbone?
1: They were saying eight months
0: Eight months, so that's eight months from late August. It's four months till the end of the year. Yeah, we're looking at maybe WrestleMania right after. Yeah, maybe she debuts the the Monday or Tuesday after maybe That's kind of
1: my thought. If if everything <clears throat> goes a plan. I mean, there's always a chance she could recover quick, more quick, yeah. quicklier. The <laughs> proper terminology there. But. Do you rush her back, or do you just wait and refresh?
0: I don't know. I I probably would like to get her there as soon as possible, I mean, obviously everybody's waiting for big debuts those first two days after Mania, I mean maybe you do wait an extra month so it's a little bit more of a surprise.
1: This ultimately goes back to the issue we first had when they said they were into the two two women divisions, do they have enough talent to make compelling storylines? they have
0: enough talent I don't think they're handling the talent they have oh they're definitely properly. not they're definitely not like there's no reason to believe that Emma is a threat to anyone Mickey James is even less relevant than Emma is yep Then who else is even on Raw
1: I'd have to think about it I don't want that much dead air Alicia Fox <laughs> Alicia we Fox seen, yeah, we haven't seen her outside of with Noam Dar yeah she's really have a tough time getting over that breakup <laughs> yeah. So uh,
0: it'll be a long time.
1: Yeah. She won't. I don't think she'll ever truly According recover. According
0: to Corey Graves, that was like a love of a lifetime. <laughs> so it'll be a while.
1: I mean, you got Emma, Bliss, Naya, I mean, Bailey when she comes back. Mm-hmm. If she comes back. I don't know how long the time frame we have on that.
0: What um, do you think about Seth and Dean right now?
1: I'm a as fan. A tag team champ. I'm a fan. I mean... That segment that they had uh, with Cesaro Shame this this week two quality matches it took up probably a half hour time frame. Mhm. It's good. It was just fun TV for me.
0: I enjoy it. I just hope that we get a little bit more character stuff from
1: than the, it is. from them too. Huh? Get a little more character stuff from them too?
0: Yeah, like I don't want it to be where they're satisfied just like oh they're these guys are back together so people will just be happy to see them like I want there to be some story for them and some character development for them
1: I think you will I definitely think you will they're, they're two big personalities that just have to be eventually
0: I hope so like I'm not feeling I'm happy that they've done it I'm not feeling super confident with where they go with it they have not they have not really taken a lot of uh Good roads with Ambrose or Seth Rollins in the last
1: year. We can say that about a lot of storylines. We've talk, we've kind of... I mean, they, they need some fresh blood in the writer's room. Mm-hmm. Other than those trained monkeys they have back there.
0: Yeah, the, well, the, the big Hollywood writers. They, they can't actually write good stories anymore. <laughs> I, well, I shouldn't say they can't. I, I really don't know what the problem is. A, I don't know if it's just Vince. Like...
1: It restricts with
0: everything so much. I don't know if...
1: Vince with this paper shredder in the back, putting all the quality storylines right through the shredder. and
0: I got this. This is mine. Yeah. like I don't know if that's it. I don't know if it's the writers themselves. Um, I will say I was surprised that Jeff Hardy is now the number one contender for the yeah. Intercontinental Championship. Would you
1: expect that? I didn't know. There was a lot of things I expected in that number one contender's match, but that wasn't it. Um, Just looking at it, I thought maybe at first Baylor... He would have a chance because we talked about this. Him versus the Miz shooting for the Intercontinental Championship. It would be an awesome, awesome thing to watch. So I was like, oh, maybe Baylor. Um halfway through, I'm thinking, like, oh, please don't bring out Bray Wyatt. Please don't bring out Bray Wyatt.
0: <laughs> what did they do?
1: Brought out Bray Wyatt. <laughs> um, then you're thinking, oh, they're they're pushing um uh Jordan. Right? Jason mm-hmm. Jordan, they're pushing him. He could probably win it. In that instant, he gets flipped outside of the ring. It's Jeff Hardy. So yeah. there's a lot of ways they could have won. I wasn't really sure where they were going to go. And here we are, Jeff Hardy. Are you happy with them going that way? It'll be a good match, but not really. It seems kind of, almost seems out of place. It's very out of place. Like,
0: I, would you like to see Jeff Hardy be the Intercontinental Champion?
1: I mean, he he's had a good singles career, and I wouldn't mind it. But that's not, I mean, that's not what everyone wants. Everyone's pushing for this broken gimmick to eventually come out.
0: I mean, maybe that could lead to it. I don't know. It could.
1: I don't know what they're doing. I, I think maybe that's a throwaway. They just did that to keep you confused. Yeah. But at this point, I would say the Miz doesn't lose.
0: I wouldn't take that belt off him anytime soon. No. Nah. I think he's the best person for it.
1: You just need to get him some compelling <clears throat> feuds.
0: Yeah, I don't know who that would be.
1: This isn't that right there.
0: A month and a half ago, or two months ago, I was hoping it was going to be Seth Rollins.
1: For a minute, I
0: thought maybe it would be Finn Balor.
1: Um, maybe you can uh, dust James Ellsworth off, bring him over for a few
0: <laughs> Well, you know I wouldn't hate
1: that <laughs> if they
0: did that. I would love, love to see that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because I, I don't know where that story goes with that. Like, I don't know if there even is a story. I... I, mean, My, I guess there could be we just don't there know definitely could be.
1: there definitely could be I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't rule it out but I, I don't think there is ultimately
0: Um. on the Smackdown side of things do you think Smackdown is as good right now as it was when the summer started no what do you blame that on
1: well there's a lot less to the women's division which was awesome Um. also the, in my opinion, the um, main title hasn't been the draw.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, I mean, it's, it's a little more interesting. You have Shinshuke pushing up there, but I still think the US title is the major title, the way they kind of book it. Well, it's definitely the one that matters
0: more. It's definitely yeah. the one that seems more prestigious at the moment.
1: And it's the one that's on TV more often.
0: Are you looking forward to the uh, handsome Rusev, hard body Mahal?
1: Feud that may be upcoming. <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you think <laughs> I'm going to say? Yeah, I think you're super excited about it. Yeah, some, 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 some sarcasm in that voice, <laughs> right? Now. Either that or those meatballs are in your head. <laughs> <laughs> those are Wawa-style meatballs. Yeah,
0: nothing to do with those Wawa meatballs. Um, yeah, the United States Championship is more important. Um, I like that AJ is going to try to institute a U.S. Open challenge. Try to, is keyword there. Yeah, I I hope that they actually follow through and do it.
1: They should. Uh, I don't
0: want the, I don't want it to be just a the thing they talk about. No, this
1: Cena brought it up. Yeah, this is the second time they teased it, and I was like, oh cool, we're gonna get this finally, and nothing really came to fruition. Yeah, I mean Cena we got Cena a half a match.
0: Up, Cena brought it up in the promo, like brought up the U.S. Open Challenge and how he used it to introduce new talent. That's what I want to see this be, not. Not just like a segment they throw out there.
1: Yeah, just a segment to get time for the for the title. That's it. TV time.
0: <coughs> Are you a fan of AJ Styles dropping the heel persona, or would you rather see him go back to it?
1: I'm fine with where he is now. I mean, either way. But what's best for TV right now, I think, is with him where he's at. We have too many heel characters right now. With Jinder, the champion, you got the um, Baron Corbin, Rusev... You kind of need some, some, some face love.
0: Who do you see holding on to their title longer? Jinder Mahal or AJ Styles? Or who who loses their title
1: first? I would say Jinder. Jinder two. Do you think he loses it to Nakamura? That's kind of the way it feels right now. Nakamura's going to be the next in line for the title. Um, But it seems like they're trying to throw curveballs out there right now. So who knows?
0: I mean, I know it's not going to be Rusev. No. They tried to sort of insinuate it.
1: Ruru in ain't it.
0: No, I'd, I'd be shocked <laughs> if he got it. Um, who would you like to see AJ challenging for the United States title?
1: Right now, I'd have to think about that. I mean, there's, there's some people out there that would be a good choice, but I don't, I don't know if Baron Corbin's the best. They haven't done a lot they haven't done enough with him we we liked his gimmick we liked his matches and now there's kind of he's kind of like a throwaway character he is kind of um
0: couple more things from Smackdown Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin the brand new tag team I'm kind of excited about it they got a win on Tuesday DC potential here. Do you think this is gonna be another thing that gets lost?
1: Well, that was always kind of. I kind of I was kind of confused by that. And I was excited by the idea too, because I'm I'm a Benjamin fan. But I don't know if it was just because they haven't worked together a lot, or it was part of a uh, part of a work. But there was some some moments there where I thought they were gonna go the other way, like they weren't gonna work as well together because they yeah. bumped into each other, or there was um part where he set him up for like a, ta- a mixed tag move and Benjamin didn't do it he just did his mm-hmm. own thing so I don't know if that was on accident or on purpose so I, I don't know what to expect from this <laughs> right now
0: something to look at though yeah for the next few weeks
1: Tr- train die here like train maybe die.
0: Chad Gable's way more excited to things in left thing. and right that's all a dime <laughs> from down the street oh wow well, Seinfeld right? we don't get a lot of those on this show
1: yeah I try um, and mix them in
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah, maybe Chad Gable's a little more excited to be in this tag team than
1: Shelton Benjamin is. Yeah, I, like I said, I didn't know how to take that. I don't know if you picked up on this. I know. Well, I
0: noticed that they bumped into each other, and, and I I forgot about the
1: uh, Gable going for like the yeah, like an old move that they used to do, Jason Jordan and him. Yeah, and, and he was like done oh, just good, to basically. Basically. yeah, yeah, I and mean, they won, which is cool. And it could be that I don't know if that was a work or an accident. Mm-hmm. Like I said but we'll see that how that goes. Kevin Owens, not
0: happy that Shane got involved in his match with AJ last week. Complained about it this week. We Shane basically said, I'm tired of hearing you complain. <laughs>
1: two, two cheers.
0: Yeah, when do
1: you think that we get this match? I would say in the very next and future. And how good will it be? Well, Shane, Shane O'Mac, and Kevin Owens, <laughs> I, th- I think it'll be a really good match. I am tired of Kevin Owens complaining every week, so he was right there. I think we see that within the next two pay-per-views. I don't think it's something that they're going to build up to until WrestleMania, so I think we'll see that. So you think within like a month or two? Yeah, within a month or two, we'll see that. I would love to see that
0: match. I've been waiting for it already for over a month. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I've apologized already to... Shane for being pissed about him getting the match with AJ at WrestleMania because it turned out to be the best match it on the show. It turned out to be a great match. Uh, so I'll never doubt Shane again.
1: You take those words out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> I just felt like AJ deserved more than that. He definitely has. But, but in the long run, it was like that story was great and the match was great.
1: So it worked like the out. The whole
0: thing worked out. So I was like, oh yeah, I was. I should have gave it a little it's time. A little lag in your face. That's yeah, all. I, sh- I shouldn't have been so quickly judgmental.
1: Yeah, I think it would be great, especially with those two working. I mean, Kevin Owens, great on the mic. Um, AJ, I mean, you know, Shane will take a bump here and there, and Kevin Owens gives some vicious-looking bumps. It's, I mean, I've seen some things that just look like they paralyze someone.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I don't know too. how he gets up from a lot of the stuff he does. It's ridiculous. Between the two of them, I don't really know what to expect. Other than it will be great.
1: What about... And again, just thinking running through my head, maybe a uh AJ Styles Sami Zayn feud. That that'd title. be that'd be cool. Kind of give Sami Zayn some life. I would like to see that match. Oh, it'd be a hell of a match.
0: I don't know what they're doing with Sami Zayn though. Like they're Sami Zayn seems like a throwaway to every story they do with oh, Kevin yeah. Owens. So he's like, oh yeah, we're doing something with Kevin Owens. Let's just have Sami, Sami Zayn, like, Zayn a run small out. part in it. Have Sami Zayn be seen at some point during it. But they don't have anything for him specifically.
1: <laughs> now, did you laugh this week when Kevin Owens cut off A- Aiden English?
0: I did. I thought it was great. I thought it was perfect. And then he kind of pandered to him.
1: Yeah, he, well, he pandered to him and he was like, I'm not going to ask again though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. I liked that uh, he flattered Aiden English enough that he like willingly gave up the ring to him. And then he helped him win anyway. And the way Aiden English... Dove for that pin, like so, like, <laughs> like excitedly dove for that pin. I thought it was great. Um, last thing from SmackDown, we'll talk about the main on Classic a little bit. What are your expectations for Dolph Ziggler? He's had an interview the last two weeks where he's basically mocked everything that's popular in WWE right now. But he keeps saying, "Next week, you'll see what I'm doing. Next week, you'll see." Do you have any faith that this turns into something, or do you think this is just more Dolph Ziggler? It'll be over as soon as it started.
1: See, it's not me ignoring the question by not answering it. It's just, it's Dolph Ziggler. Is it even worth me answering the
0: question? <laughs> so your answer is basically it won't be
1: anything. I mean, every time I've had high hopes for Dolph, uh, I know you've had high hopes for Dolph some mm-hmm. time. It just ends up being... Oh, wet dream. Yeah,
0: I've been fooled a couple times. Yeah,
1: and I'll, I'm not getting that rug pulled over my eyes again.
0: In the words of George W. Bush, we won't get fooled again.
1: won't get fooled again. <laughs>
0: um, May Young Classic, we had the first round. They dropped four hours on us the first oh, yeah. week. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, a lot of work? A lot. Um, but I thought it was really good.
1: I thought it was really good, too. I thought there were some matches in there. Some, some Like I said, some young women I saw... They're really impressive. Did you get this because I know
0: we were all excited for the Cruiserweight classic when that happened two summers ago? Or was that last summer? I don't even remember anymore.
1: I think it was last summer.
0: Um did you did you get the same level of excitement watching this as you did with
1: watching the build for it or watching the matches?
0: So here's something, and this isn't even specific to wrestling. I think one of the downsides, like people love binge-watching stuff. And don't get me wrong, I like to do it too. But there's something that's lost when the anticipation for the next thing is taken away. And one of the reasons why I love the show Lost so much, and why I would never recommend it, someone to watch it now, is because if someone just goes on Netflix and watches five or six seasons in a row... A lot of what made Lost so much fun would be gone. Like, waiting, you know, cliffhanger at the end of an episode and you have to wait till the next week to see it. And you're talking about it the whole week leading up to it. And you get yourself so excited for the next one. Or cliffhanger in a season finale and you got to wait. I think, and even commercials. As much as I hate commercials... A lot of what was exciting about Lost was something crazy would happen going into a commercial. You
1: have to wait the five minutes. And then
0: yeah, you'd have to wait like the, the three, three and a half minutes for it to come back. in
1: your nails, pacing back and forth. Yeah, I think you wanna the use minutes. the bathroom but you wanna miss the cut back in the, the scene. Yeah.
0: Right. Like the cruiserweight classic, it was one individual episode every week. And this was like the whole first round, you sit down and watch it and then you're done the first round. I think there's something that got to gets taken away from it a little bit. With it that. does.
1: I mean, they did cut it into four episodes, though. So, I mean, that was one thing. I mean, they four matches, four match increments, which wasn't too bad. Um, I could tell you, watching the first round, I, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating the second round to see some of these these women fight again. Now they're going up against each other. There's one again. I don't want to ruin anything because we're about to talk about. It. There's one matchup in the second round, <coughs> which I don't know which way it's going to go at this point.
0: Well, what? Uh, who jumped out at you? In the first round. Because I'll be honest, the only person... There was only two of these women I had ever seen wrestle before. I'm lying. There was a couple women that I saw... Stop lying. Uh, there were a couple women I saw, like, in a match here or there on NXT. <laughs> yeah. That were just, like, there to put over the more established woman in NXT. Santana Garrett I had seen a couple times. Yeah,
1: Garrett. But, and Tessa Blanchard. Yes.
0: Rachel Evers, Paul Ellering's daughter. Tessa Blanchard. Um... We've seen them in NXT, but never get kind of like featured. Yeah. Um, saw me am at a House of hardcore show last year, saw Tony Storm in the one progress show that I watched uh, at the beginning of the summer. For the most part, these they were all new to me. Um, so yeah, like who jumps out at you as like people that you're looking forward to seeing again?
1: Well, I'm not gonna be able to get all the names off offhand. Um, I, I can remember the matches though. I know Tony Storm was definitely a, ma- a match. I mean, she was jumped out at me. Mm-hmm. That um, Mia Kim and there was it Samantha Jones. Um. Mia Kim.
0: Oh, Mia Yim and I'm trying to remember who her match was with.
1: The girl from Kentucky, right? The strong. Girl.
0: Yeah, it was. Um... I'll tell you in one second.
1: But that match. Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan. That, that match that's, was that's really it. good. That was probably, for me, the best match like between both wrestlers Just for me in the first round. I loved that. That was a great match to watch. Um, she jumped out of me. There was the other one It was the uh, Aussie. Um, she was very the impressive. The 20-year-old? Yeah, the 21-year-old. She had the uh, half-braided side hair. Rhea head. Ripley? Rhea Ripley. Rhea was kind of fun to watch, and they raved about her as a young talent. Um, and then then obviously the last one said she's an international superstar and that was a pretty good match
0: yeah I really liked the the, her name was Piper Niven she had the match with Santana yeah I know she was like the heavier girl from Scotland I was a huge fan of her
1: she brought a good match
0: it was a very good match the crowd got behind her and her look is so different from anybody else oh yeah Like, you, they don't, you don't see many women in WWE especially, even in their whole history, that are overweight. The only one that really jumps out at me right off the top of my head, well, Awesome Kong in TNA, uh, Nia Jax, although I think she's just big. I don't look at her like she's just fat. Yeah, yeah. Um... I thought that match was great, though, and I thought she was super fun to watch. It was a good match, yeah. And I'm looking very much forward to seeing her
1: I mean, then you have the, the UFC um, competitor. Shayna Baszler. Yeah. The Queen of Spades. Which she's going, up is going to make him now, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know who would win that match because they're kind of pushing both. both so, yeah. Make him.
0: I think the, the second that they announced Shayna Baszler, I thought if Ronda Rousey is there, where they can put a camera on her and say she's in the crowd, Shayna Baszler is going to go far because they want to have as many excuses as they can to talk about Ronda Rousey. Especially with rumors that Ronda Rousey is now going to train to be a pro wrestler. But Mia Yim is pretty accomplished, and I felt like that they have done a lot to really build her up.
1: Oh, yeah, and she's right got, she got a lot of backstory to her, which is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think she's an awesome choice I think Tony Storm's the most polished wrestler out there as far as character wrestling mm-hmm. just the way she is in the ring awesome she to watch. was
0: yeah she's the first progress women's champion yeah
1: they, they mentioned that
0: um I think that yeah I don't know who's gonna win
1: personally I, I kind of liked uh I forget her name was Ashley I think it was. She um, wrestled in one of their first matches against the, the big German.
0: Oh, Abby Lath.
1: Abby Laith. I liked her. That I was mean, another I, one of I my I thought it was a really matches. good match. They played the David and Goliath mm-hmm. kind of thing out yeah, perfectly, and it was, she, she was really good in that match.
0: I was surprised that... I mean, that, but she's
1: up against Paul Allerang's daughter next. So. Yeah,
0: I was surprised Jazzy Gabbert lost that match. So was I. I thought, like, they're going to love this girl. Yeah,
1: that's a Vince McMahon kind of girl. Yeah,
0: I was like, she's huge. They really are playing that up that she's, like, this big monster, and then she lost... I'll give them credit for this, too. The Cruiserweight Classic, I feel, feel like of the 16 first-round matches, I knew who was going to win just about every one based on how they talked about them, how they were presented. This, There were matches that ended that I was like, I can't believe. Yeah, like that I, that I didn't think that there. was going to happen. Um, the The one in particular, so Rachel Evers obviously I had seen her in NXT. Um, she's got a little bit of, like, a heritage in the business. But I really thought that Marty Bell was going to go a long way. So did I. And, I mean, she, she was on the Bracketology show. They, like, specifically had her on there. So I was like, oh, she's going to go a, a long way. And then she loses in the first match. I was kind of surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple times they kind of did that, and I thought they would go the other direction. They had the one who was, like, a um, mixed martial arts, third-degree black belt, and she was fighting the Savvy patron. hmm She got that um, submission move thrown on her and China Blues, and I didn't think that was going to happen, too.
0: No, yeah. Um, Tainara Conti and Lacey Evans. Yeah, Conti. The Marine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another good match. Yeah, I really liked the way that they presented. I thought they did a really good job getting, like, main roster talent to be in the crowd. Like, you saw Nakamura. You saw Nia Jax. You saw Alexa Bliss. You saw, saw Charlotte, Charlotte yep. like you saw a lot of people that were there for it. I think they've done a good job of building a lot of hype around it, and I think that there, this is going to. I think this could very well be like the jolt that the women's division on the main roster. That's know. what I
1: was. That was my thoughts immediately when they announced the May Young Classic, and then watching these matches, I was like, "Wow, some of these girls are impressive. They could step on the main card tomorrow and be in the picture."
0: What do you think of the theory that? with the title vacated the Mae Young Classic could end up being for the NXT Women's Championship or the winner would get a shot at the NXT Women's I,
1: Championship I would like it if they got a shot yeah I'd be <coughs> fine with that not just get it because you know you win you get the title if they win they, and they're in the match for it yeah I'm Hundred percent behind that
0: makes it more important.
1: Makes it, it higher extremely more important, it. and it, that woman that woman will come in with a lot of momentum behind her. After winning the little May Young Classic, a lot of people will be following her, so it would be awesome just to see that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Joseph, I know you got an early day tomorrow. We have uh, A-Lo on his way in.
1: A-Lo yeah, he's he's he's. I just heard he's coming away with Jericho right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah, so Joseph, always a pleasure to have you here. Always
1: a pleasure to be here with you people.
0: Yes, as Joseph is coming out, in walking in is Mr. Wednesday Night Live himself. So, Alo, how was it meeting Y2J, Chris Jericho?
2: Well, I took the drive of Jericho. The drive of Jericho,
0: <laughs> the New Jersey Turnpike, man. But um, did the Jersey Turnpike make the list?
2: Yes, <laughs> going go there it did. But um, they get, I got I got out of there before I could say the words hi. It was a real, as you know, I I, I can't even consider this a WWE event because he's not, like, with them at the moment mm-hmm. but a lot, those little signings they're not they're not the best you can't really interact you can probably, you're can lucky that you can get a whole, full handshake yeah. in or three words and like I said I, I couldn't even say hi completely didn't even get
0: the, didn't even get a full hello yeah
2: my best yeah. friend got a lot of words in because my best friend just mm-hmm. talks all the time he got he got some stuff in but he got a terrible picture I got a good picture <laughs> so he kind of paid for it and I did it because yeah. I, I was adamant about getting my picture because they were just taking pictures as he signed it so nobody was looking at the camera yeah. or whatever so he just kept hitting the the capture button but I made sure I got my picture well, I
0: was adamant <laughs> about that
2: but it was a, like I said not the best experiences but I got my belt signed and I got my book signed it was, a, it was a good deal for what it was even though I wish it was my mistake about not looking up the the, the time travel difference I thought it was an hour, an hour and a half the five hour, hour round trip for yes <laughs> it really was luckily I'm on vacation but it, I got my belt <laughs> signed I got my book signed so that's that's what I was there for so I did get what I, what I wanted
0: did Ed give him the leftover Matt Madness shirt or no? No. Oh, he told me, he asked me if I wanted him to do that. I thought that's what he was going to do.
2: That's another story for another day.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Not, not for the air right now. Yes. Okay. Um, so, Raw, SmackDown this week. Another week where we are blessed to not have a pay-per-view. Um, biggest thing that happened on Raw this week talked about this with Joey earlier something I assume you're going to want to talk about the John Cena Roman Reigns contract signing slash promo how did you feel about it I know good oh,
2: that's so good like when this happened when, when the match got announced before Raw, I was excited and then when the promo came and after it ended I was like this this is fantastic I don't know I don't know who's more excited me and you are Indian. <laughs> I, I, I really I really don't know because I cannot wait because the, the, the reports came out that, that this wasn't this was this was scripted or whatever but whatever it was I really don't care I thought it was perfect and it's what it's what had to happen between these two there had to be the whole truce thing to it and you know how WWE there was like the label thing so it's like Present versus well, past, present versus future. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's what the label's gonna be, and that's how they kind of carried this fu- this this um this promo back and forth. Roman calling Cena a fake bitch, and mm-hmm. all sort of stuff. So my WWE could have could they could afford to pay you to t- today to show yeah. up, <laughs> and then the whole with the whole Cena thing. Cena saying Roman took you five years, to cut a decent promo, and how I took out the U.S. House as a privilege, and I f- f- faced guys like AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. You took it as an emotion. Calling called himself the Golden Shovel. And mm-hmm. I, there were so many truths to all the internet fans and the Twitter fans that always say something about these guys. And both guys hit on each thing. And I did like that aspect of it. And when the match happens, I really want to know what the crowd's going to do because they boo both guys and at the same time. You boo them. You, you say you don't want to see it. But you really do want to see it, and when this is the match of the night and a yeah, match yeah, of yeah. the contender, you're going to be like, "Oh, that Roman Reigns John Cena match! You're like, who would have thought John Cena would yeah. have the match tonight? <laughs> Roman Reigns can't wrestle. Who thought he would have the match? Yeah, the- everybody should be paying
0: attention. Yes.
2: <laughs> so I, I really can't wait. I'm ecstatic. Like, they don't have to show up for for another three weeks. All mm-hmm. well, I care. I, this is what I want to see. I don't care about spectacle, as you as you know. I'm like if you can you could do anything right at any time, mm-hmm. and as long as they handle this properly, which they did with this one week, as long as you handle it properly, then I'm satisfied.
0: Yeah, I felt the same way. I I was like on the edge of my seat watching it. It was like everything each guy said, I was like, oh. Yes, because Angel... Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, because Angel was like, why are you smiling? Man? <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: like, I love this." Yeah, like when Roman comes out and says, like, John, I'm about to tell you something no one's, ever, no one's ever told you. You're not as big a deal as you think you are. I was like, oh, okay. And then Cena, I loved it. Cena actually said that people want him to do a little heel turn. I was like, I love that he used the term heel turn.
2: And then uh, the thing I, the thing I, I found hysterical... I don't know if Vince said to say this, but have I, I, you noticed that throughout the night after that promo, they kept saying the word, the Cena shoot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like... <laughs> yeah, I love that he said heel turn. Um, I love that when Roman stumbled at that one point, and Cena was like, uh, it's a promo, kid. You got to learn how to do it. You are going to be the big dog around here. I thought that was an awesome line. Cena threw out a fourth wall. Roman threw out the shovel. I was like, oh, and Cena's saying, I'm only still like I'm only still here because you can't do your job.
2: Yeah, I love that <laughs> I love that. And he was saying, I don't bury people, the fans make you. And I did mm-hmm. I did like that part of it as well.
0: So whoever if they did script this, did the person scripting it do they listen to Matt Madness? Of course.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well Brian Gerard James can vouch for us that mm-hmm. we're a breath of fresh air for, yes. the, for those Hollywood writers.
0: Yeah, we are. Uh, Yeah, I loved it. I'm very much looking forward to the match. I'm with you. I'm curious to see the crowd reaction when this match actually happens. I assume Cena's going to be getting more cheers than Roman. Yeah. Like, are there going to be people that are just booing the whole time?
2: The initial stare down, I think they'll boo. But then you'll get the let's go Cena. Cena sucks Let's go Roman Roman sucks mm-hmm. con- Continuously like right, right, like right back to back I You think- can't wrestle My head might explode Because yeah. I won't know Who they're talking about Yeah And it's going to be fantastic And I already know Who's going to win Because this is Like I think Roman's Going to win Because when Roman Hasn't won since Wrestlemania At a pay per view mm-hmm. And just the fact Of Roman rubbing in That I retired The Undertaker And beat John Cena In the yeah. same year Would be great
0: That would be aw- Oh my god <laughs> would that. Oh that'd be awesome Um, then they tagged against Gallows and Anderson, that up-and-coming young tag team. (laughs) Did you like them teaming up after that?
2: Yeah, I I thought it was a nice touch. They actually built the tension between the two, even at the end of the match with um, Cena had the Mm -hmm. AA, the AA and Roman Lin the spear. Just saw some tension between the two.
0: Um, Universal Championship, we get another week closer to Braun and Brock. Another Paul Heyman promo. Can I just tell you something that I love about Brock? How legitimately happy he seems every time a suplex city chant starts. (laughs) Like, it literally seems like it makes his night every time it happens. He smiles. He never smiles for anything, but he gets legitimately happy when a suplex city chant starts. Um, Heyman's promo, great as always. And then we got the exclamation point from Brock, which is rare. Uh, What he's trying to say is suplex city, bitch. (laughs) I thought that was great.
2: Was this enough? Did you need to see Braun? No, I didn't need to see Braun. B- Braun's done all the talking the last two weeks, and well, last week and including SummerSlam. So Bro- Braun's done all the talking. Brock has to show that he can actually take Dominate Braun Strowman for once. And I love the label that Heyman called us Monster Handling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do love that. And you raise the title, they showed the highlight from the video package from last week of what Braun did. That. And Heyman was saying, You raise the title when you're a monster, you have to take the title from Brock. Mm-hmm. And like you said about Brock, rarely when he rarely speaks, it means something. So you should always have the. the Kevin Dunn in the production truck, She mm-hmm. always had this finger on the bleep button because you know yes. something's going to come out. Mm-hmm. That, should, that should be bleep. And just suplexity, bitch, that, that's, just enough to, that's just enough to actually get you excited to see this. Because Brock, for the last three months, essentially, has been the underdog in his matches yeah. on paper. He hasn't got the upper hand on anybody mm-hmm. in the last three months. So this is actually a nice touch to see this. See this out of Brock Lesnar because even at SummerSlam and on Raw, it's, like, it's not often where Brock Lesnar is looking up to somebody and is, man, well, monster hand. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: also, do you agree? Obviously, we all kind of dipped on Brock for most of the last year. It's not even a little longer than that. I actually have really enjoyed this run the last couple months because he's been there and what he's doing has been important and felt important and I think we're going to see him enough in the next four or five months that it's going to continue to feel that way. Do you agree with that, or do you still feel like I'm over it?
2: Yeah, I feel the same way because he's actually been a constant on the show. If he's not on the show one week, that's fine, but every other week, I've been able to deal with that because he's been a focus. Because for months, the universal title was never a focus. It was just, it pops up every month or month and a half or whatever. Like, they'll they'll make make matches with implications for it, but you didn't physically see it. So... It's like okay implications, but you won't care until you actually see what's going on. And like you said, this was something new, like Brock actually being manhandled by mm-hmm. people, like for for Samoa Joe, at great great balls of fire, and at great balls of fire leading to SummerSlam. He wasn't really there, but those three guys handled it for the most part. But at SummerSlam, I think he played his well his role really well because he actually got carded out, and in the night after, Braun manhandled it. So Braun ha- um, Brock hasn't been the standing tall over anybody for the last three months and it's fresh because we always see him build as the beast and he's always throwing everybody else around but now he's the one getting tossed around. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I've I've enjoyed it and I enjoy what's to come. If they could continue to have him on if he makes a maybe eight to ten appearances on Raw and is at No Mercy maybe Survivor Series The Rumble I would be cool with him holding on to the title till WrestleMania if they continue what they're doing, the way they're doing it. I wanted him to lose it as soon as possible, but now I'm actually kind of like, all right, if you're going to actually tell stories with him, I'm cool with it because now you build him up as a champion that just can't, can't lose his title, holds it for a full year, and then it's a big deal when he loses it at the biggest show. So I'm starting to... Lean a little bit in that way that like I'd be okay with it now.
2: Yeah, because my thing with that is, like, I like if you do that, who's he gonna face? <laughs> That's the thing because he's ran through the top guys on Raw, and if he could beat those guys, let's say you want to throw Finn Balor in there, what makes you think Finn Balor could beat Brock Lesnar?
0: Are you not buying into the idea that it's gonna be Roman and Brock? Because I definitely am buying that at this point.
2: It's hard for me to buy it because he didn't beat Roman one-on-one at SummerSlam, but he did pin Roman at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. So remember I said last week and a couple weeks ago, that's basically like the checklist. So he got Joe at Great Balls of Fire, he got Roman at SummerSlam, and Braun's the next one up in line. But who do you put him against at WrestleMania that you haven't seen? Now the the Roman thing makes sense on the storyline. Storyline basis because that was the match at 31 when Brock was supposed was supposedly leaving when his contract mm-hmm. was up in the air and you can, you never you never got a finish to that and you can get a finish with this time so that could actually be the that could actually be the WrestleMania match like I, I'm not knocking it down but I'm interested actually where they go cause I still think Braun may actually leave with the title at um, No Mercy
0: are you like 60 40 70 like 30 I'm
2: about 60 40 because she can always rock can always win the title back at the rumble or something like that
0: now Joey mentioned something he read about they're doing like a live special on a Saturday in September I didn't see that me neither I, I kinda, maybe I should have looked it up um, but I didn't uh, some maybe we'll look that up and maybe we'll have something to talk about with that next mm-hmm. week uh, women's championship <laughs> what are your thoughts?
2: I think that was the best match they had because I thought the match was really, yeah, really good. I think was, I think that was the best match they had. It was a great raw main event. Yeah. Well I well I think their match of Great Balls of Fire was better, but it didn't have a finish, so mm-hmm. I can't I can't really compete that with that with the raw match, but I thought the raw match was better than the SummerSlam match. I'm I like I was just shocked at the outcome. I was like, oh, really, this is very interesting. Four times, four times and this time's a week. What
0: leg does Sasha have to stand on at this point as a character?
2: Because that was a story leading last week. Alexa said, "You never successfully defended her title," which is true, and she's, and she's done it again. Now you insert Nia Jax, who finally remembered, "I want my title shot." Because mm-hmm. Alexa's been screwed, screwed her around months ago, but now that's that's come back to fruition. But what about Sasha now? Now her now her dropping the title back to Alexa that gives them more that gives them more program because if Sasha did be Alexa, it's like where do you go now? But then they insert Nia Jax like okay so, what's what's going to happen? Now maybe you get a triple threat match moving forward because because you, you know Nia is going to make her make her claim for the title and Sasha is going to want her rematch. So it looks like you, you may be getting a triple threat match. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I I really don't know. What I do know is, Nia came out you know, did the backdrop on Alexa after putting her on her shoulder.
2: Were you surprised how much the crowd loved that? Yes. Very. <laughs> I, I really was. But the crowd always loves Alexa. Even though she's a heel. But I was really shocked about that. Like, that got a huge pop yeah. when Nia you, turned. Yeah. You wish she won the title. Mm-hmm.
0: I was surprised. Like, so, do you think people are in on Nia? Do you think they were just happy, like, finally is not Taking a backseat to Alexa anymore?
2: I don't know. It's because Nia Jax hasn't really been anything. She's always portrayed as the the bigger as a the the bigger the dominant woman in the women's division. But when it comes to being dominant in the big in the big matches, she doesn't shine. She doesn't she doesn't mm-hmm. win. She's always she always loses the big the big matches. So she's just like. Basically, okay, this big obstacle you someone have to overcome. Basically, she's like the new Kane. <laughs> 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 that.
0: She's
2: like the big. She's at, she's like in the big show Kane. we are gonna face Nia Jax. Are we ever gonna see corporate Nia? <laughs> I love it. She's yeah. beautiful. I love to see it. But um, she is. Yeah, it's like she's in that category now. It's like when the big match comes, she always loses. So, like what now?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is, is this Alexa now getting like a lengthy run? Is this Nye winning it at the next pay per view? I really have no idea.
2: Yeah, I don't either. Because I would think Alexa wins, because Bailey should be back around that time, maybe after No Mercy. Because I know her, her, her injury wasn't out wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. I think it was like two, three months, two, three months. So maybe Bailey can start get back and you get back on te- at least on television, so she can get her proper match with with, with um, Alexa, and then you could get the SummerSlam story following No Mercy.
0: Yeah, I'm curious. I'm not really happy with where things are, but that you, that, that could change in it in one week. You yeah. do one good thing and then you're excited again.
2: Yeah, but we're actually gonna get a story now. hmm So that and that's what we wanted. We wanted a bill between these two, but now we gotta build between three people instead of two. So you think
0: Sasha's still involved in this?
2: Oh yeah, no because she just lost. Clean as a whistle. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I just don't don't quite get it. Like, I, I don't know why she won the title at SummerSlam. I, I don't really know what they're doing, what their plan is. I don't know if they have a plan.
2: Cause that's what I said, because if you ever notice, anytime they insert somebody into something that wasn't supposed to be there, they win. They win. And then you can probably get the program after the person who's supposed mm-hmm. to be there comes back. So that's, that's what I think. But you can easily do that program with Bailey. After No Mercy, because she should be back around that time. At least get her back on television. She didn't really even have to really wrestle.
0: Yeah, um, I'm holding out hope that we get, like, a good a good lead-up to No Mercy and then, like, a good run in October with these women. I I don't know.
2: Yeah, because TLC, Raw has TLC this year, and they move that to October. So I'm thinking we may get the first women's TLC match, maybe.
0: That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'd be terrified the whole time, as as you know. Yeah. But <laughs> but I think it would be. When aren't you terrified? Yeah, I would be cool with it if it happened. Uh, Intercontinental Championship, The Miz demanding respect for the belt <laughs> from Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle announces a Battle Royal for an Intercontinental Championship match next week. The Big Show coming out clean shaven. <laughs> When's the last time he was clean shaven? This ever? A
2: long time. Was he ever clean shaven with the bald head? And his other life with King Kong Bundy.
0: I guess. I was like, wow, he looked yeah, so different like, to guy. me. He just couldn't handle being the less attractive version of me <laughs> anymore. So that's why he incrementally went away from the full beard to the goatee, then got rid of the goatee as well. Um, I love the Miz helping the Miz when the ref's back was turned. Um, I loved Miz's expression when Jordan eliminated the Miz Taraj. Uh-huh. Like he was just so upset. Why did Bray Wyatt have to get involved?
2: <laughs> I was so mad. You should have saw me. I was so mad. I'm like, why? Why is he here? He wasn't a role last week. Like, wasn't the demon <laughs> eliminating Bray
0: Wyatt? Like, wasn't that the end? Exactly. Wasn't that have been the end. It, yeah, exactly. What it's, else is there? It's
2: like, what now? So, usually, so you're have basic Finn Balor beat Bray Wyatt again? What? 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 What, what now?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't see any reason for it. I have no idea. Uh, Jeff Hardy wins. How'd you feel about that?
2: Wasn't Matt, but it's something new. <laughs> WWE, because I'm just so glad they had Jason Jordan win because they had to salvage the very little they have left with him. Yeah, they have to salvage the. It's not much, but the little they have, the crumbs they have left for him, they have to salvage that. I was glad he didn't win. I was surprised that Jeff won. Yeah,
0: I was. I well, didn't expect that at all. But well, when it
2: was Jeff, Jason, and the Mr. It was the Mr. Roger? Mm-hmm. I think somebody else like Jeff's gonna win. Yeah, Jordan
0: eliminated um, Bo and Curtis Axel. Then Jeff eliminated Jason Jordan. Mm -hmm. Um, Because for a second I was like, oh my god, are they going to have Jason Jordan win this? Mm -hmm. Like, they can't do that. Yeah, they can't. And they didn't, Mm -hmm. luckily.
2: Any chance Jeff wins? This match is new, but I, like you saw about the, you love the Miz's reaction. I love when he saw Jeff won because yeah. he knows nothing about Jeff Hardy right? <laughs> except for the last few weeks and six main yeah. tags. So that's a whole new matchup. So I do like that from that. I like that perspective. But I'm interested to see what, where they go because Angle also did say there will be an IC title match at No Mercy too. So mm-hmm. I think Jeff may win because of what Engle said. Yeah. So And that may actually be a reason why Engel actually said that. So I, I think Jeff may actually pull this out.
0: Would you like it if he did?
2: It's something fresh and new, yeah. I wouldn't mind it. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if Matt won, but... <laughs> I digress.
0: See, for a second, I thought Jeff was going to take himself out of the match to help Matt. Did Matt get eliminated during the break? He got No, he got eliminated. He was on the apron. And I don't remember who it was. Was it Gallows and Anderson that pulled him out? And then like beat him down at the side of the ring. I can't remember who it was now. But it was another tag team that kind of beat him up outside the ring. And I thought Jeff was going to eliminate himself mm-hmm. to help Matt. That didn't happen. Is there any chance this starts to lead to
2: a separation between these two? Or them the officially Hardys? being broken? If the Hardy split up, they got to be on separate shows. I it, it, it's not going to work that way.
0: So you don't see a uh, broken Matt-Brother-Nero situation on Raw?
2: If they split them up? no it has to be together
0: hmm yeah I don't know I I do want to see broken Matt
2: mm-hmm.
0: like I'm ready for that to just be the thing
2: yeah because like when it comes to the Hardy's Jeff could survive on him on his own just being the normal Jeff Hardy but Matt Hardy even though, even on WWE he's never actually really had characters like when, when the only character he really had was like Matt Hardy version one yeah. and that was fantastic because he was so full, full of himself and the mat Facts and it, it, was so, it was so good because he was that was an actual character other than that for, for their entire career it's always, it's always been okay you're the hardest everybody let you just go out there
0: yeah speaking of facts how funny was it when basically the whole field eliminated Immediately. (laughs) The biggest threat. I laughed so hard at that. that It was just like everybody just got rid of him. And then, okay, now the match can start. Now that he's gone. He's doing a good job at playing that role. Mm. Of just being the guy who's like a complete fool. (laughs) Who has no chance to beat anybody. But still thinks he's good. I don't know. There's like a little piece of that that I do enjoy. Uh, Tag team championships. We had... Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Uh, I thought it was a good match, as any match with these two will be. Cesaro wins after a distraction. Is it weird that Seth keeps losing these matches and then Dean wins?
2: No. That's how they book Seth, Seth Rollins. I mean,
0: uh, to me, this is like the epitome of 50-50 booking, where it's like a tag team and the one guy keeps losing and the other guy keeps winning.
2: Well, I would have thought they had both Cesaro and a Sheamus win to actually get worn up on, mm-hmm. it, on on Rollins and Ambrose just because they beat him at SummerSlam but as I say all the time how refreshing did it look seeing them come out together and how happy I got how happy yeah. you got because anytime they up for the past few months and basically almost a year anytime their music plays it's like oh, okay it's just Seth Rollins it's just Dean Ambrose coming out but when I heard Burn It Down come out I'm like okay I'm in because I'm interested, I'm interested to see these two together. Because yeah. they even look happy, like, like they want to be there, They're like, happy to be to be mm-hmm. back together. It's it's
0: good. It's got the potential to be really good. Um, can they stop calling Seth the Kingslayer? <laughs> Especially because that led to absolutely nothing for him.
2: <laughs> They're not going to. It's just a name. Sell shirts.
0: I guess I I heard it last night. And it just really annoyed me for some reason. But like to me, you shouldn't say it. Like he beat Triple H; that was supposed to be his big hurdle to get back on track. And like, where did it get him ultimately? <laughs> did he, has he done anything since no. then? No. Am well, I like am I forgetting something good that happened for him since then? No, he was in
2: the Fatal Five Way; he lost to Bray White.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, crazy to me. Um, are you still feeling like Dean has been more enjoyable? Yeah, because he has somebody to bounce off of. Do you foresee some more character progression with them, or do you think oh, yeah. they're gonna be mm-hmm. they're gonna settle for just like oh these guys are happy they're together? So That's my worry that <laughs> Not, they're gonna be like, ah, oh, the fans are happy yeah, they're that, together. That's, that's a good
2: come. worry, but I think they'll like really elaborate on how much they're happy to be back together.
0: Do you think we'll get a barroom brawl for them like Seamus <laughs> and Cesaro? Had? No. <laughs> you don't need to see that? No. Um Is there anything else going on with
2: tag teams on Raw? No. Are there even any other tag teams left on Raw? Nope. It's just Sheamus, Cesaro, Ambrose, Rollins, and the Hardys in the club sometimes.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, And then Dash and Dawson are out injured. Um, Cruiserweight, I just fast-forwarded through it because I'm done with Enzo for the time being. Anything you want to add? Fast-forward it.
2: No, I didn't fast forward. I I play um I was playing Madden long shot mode.
0: Okay. (laughs) So so I switched back to that. Did uh did you hear Neville's promo by any chance? No. Okay, I didn't watch it either. Um The last little bit from Raw that I have was Elias versus Pelvis Wesley. have you watched the new South Southpaw I, I haven't but I haven't either I wish I had after last night
2: but you could tell everybody else in the arena hardly watched it
0: yeah it was a shame especially because like the first season of it I know was awesome mm-hmm. I haven't heard as much buzz about the second season yet but I assume people still liked it and they involved a lot more people my one issue with it though is why don't they ever know when to leave well enough alone like it's this little side thing that you did that mm-hmm. people liked. Why do you have to try to make it something into something bigger than what it is?
2: Well, well I think they would try and like give that a test. Be like, let's see who actually watches this. But,
0: like, oh, nobody.
2: Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that, yeah, and that's how it is. Sometimes some things like it's kind of like a test run. Like, hey, let's test these guys now to see if they actually watch this. It's like I haven't watched it. I I know you guys all loved it. I haven't watched it. Oh, um, you didn't watch the first one? No, didn't? I didn't. Watch it. I. I I heard you guys quoting it for months after, it. after the first it's, one. Was, I haven't watched it. It
0: was um, great. I only haven't watched it because I just have not had the time to do it, and it's probably only like twenty or twenty-five minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll the probably whole watch
0: it. So the first one, I think it was like four or five, like six-minute. Oh, they clips. Yeah. Okay. It's just like very brief. Like I said, five or six minutes long. Um, yeah, I watched them at work one day. Uh, when the first season came out, and it was like yeah, like twenty, twenty-five minutes. Um, they're really funny. Uh, if you've seen any type of older wrestling, like they capture that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Pelvis Wesley was funny. I hadn't seen the character, obviously. I laughed when he came out. Mm-hmm. I laughed when he got beat up. <laughs> um, I liked it that King was there in Memphis and that he got to defend Memphis uh-huh. while he was there. Um, but yes, wh- where does Elias go?
2: What is Elias? What is he going to be? They have him as an attraction, and I love it because they really people really do not like him. Mm-hmm. And he, he's one of the guys that actually gets legit heat. Yeah. And Vince loves him because if, if if it wasn't working, he wouldn't be out there.
0: Right, and it, it's getting the same reaction every week in yeah. every city. Um, anything else from Raw? How do you feel about Emma's music? I miss the old music.
2: Yeah. What well, about you? <laughs> after I heard it a few times, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and, and then I was like, "All right." I don't think it's that bad, but it doesn't suit her. Like even like the pose she does when she comes out and she put both her arms up and then raises her arms. It when she had the old music, it went to the beat. But this new music, it doesn't it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And that song sounds like a. Like a, a real feminine woman song. It, is a, it doesn't fit her at all.
0: So, you just led me to something that may be unpopular. Obviously, WWE, WWF, for years, has been lauded for how good their music is. Mm-hmm. How well they capture the character with the entrance music. Have they, is it just me, or have they they've been on like a pretty long losing streak lately? Everybody that gets new music, people hate it.
2: Mike Bennett is perfect.
0: Okay, that one's good. Okay. But, Cass. Okay. Jason Jordan. Oh, yeah. You just brought up Emma. Um, I can't think of any more off the top of my head, but it seems like they're not hitting home runs like they were anymore. I don't know what you could even chalk that up to. I don't know enough about composing music to even have a guess. But I feel like that was one of the things about NXT, two three years ago it was like everybody's music was great mm. um like Bobby Roode's music unbelievable a lot of people probably like him solely because of the music mm. Nakamura's music unbelievable and it just seems like they're catching some L's lately in the theme music department um but yeah, I miss her old music. I think her old music suited her. I don't think there was any reason to change it. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually pretty resistant when people change their entrance music. Mm-hmm. But who so knows? If maybe it's a it good back. one. I usually am sold on it for good.
2: Yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll turn it back it was a one week thing, maybe because it didn't work. You know, maybe. It really did not work <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah, I didn't think so either. Uh, SmackDown, the WWE Championship. We get another gender promo that was the same basic thing, except. <laughs> The Sings offered a public apology They, made, the they made their feed. promo Yeah. Oh, of, As they always <laughs> do They're, They really are great uh, Nakamura comes out Gets beat up by the three of them Orton comes out and jumps in Rusev comes out and they clean house We, we had already had a match Build with Rusev and Jinder Mahal Hard body Mahal yes. And <laughs> Rusev Against Nakamura and Orton Did you like their little um, Locker room yeah. Promo. Yeah. Anytime Rusev talks is great. He really is. I don't know if I want to say underrated, because I feel like people do legitimately like him across the board. But he's definitely underutilized.
2: Yeah, because even last year when he was feudal with Roman, I always say, I really think they're setting him not that it'd be bad on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you gotta make Roman look good. But yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. He has that like sports entertainment factor. It's just hilarious. And if you've not seen him on Tunnel Divas, you'll love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's
0: awesome. <laughs> I, I love Rusev. So. Uh, the match is pretty basic. Nakamura and Orton win. I'm really not too excited about either one of these two feuds, programs, whatever, stories, whatever you want to call them. I'm kind of just ready for whatever's next for all these people. <laughs> Are you with me on that? Yeah, are are yes. you at all excited about any of this? Uh, are you into the WWE Championship at this point?
2: No. Are
0: you ready for gender to be done? Yes.
2: Well, I, well as I, said, I, He doesn't bother me, because I don't pay it. I don't pay attention. It's just like everybody else. They, they complain all the time. I'm like if you complain so much and it bothers you so much, don't pay attention. hmm It's like it doesn't bother me. It's like. It's just like, as WWE does now, the title is just basically a prop to me. It's like, okay, he gets the WWE title. It doesn't really mean anything. Everybody wants a U.S. title. Why wants a WWE title. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of the U.S. title, AJ tried once again to institute <laughs> the U.S. Open Challenge. Uh, Baron Corbin seemed intent that the next title shot was his. Ty Dillinger answers the call. Corbin takes Dillinger out, Dillinger takes Corbin out, and then AJ wins the match in like a minute, and (laughs) Corbin takes Dillinger out again, AJ takes Corbin out. I was really disappointed in this, because I really want this US Open Challenge to be like a showcase. Like, make this be like the the go-to match every week like it was when Cena was the champion. I'm not saying you have to be calling guys up from NXT to answer the challenge, but... You have the talent to put on a good match every week. Do you think that they're going to do that, or do you think we'll keep getting this type of
2: thing? I don't, I don't know, because it's hard to repeat that on SmackDown, because of the time restraint, because we're over three-hour show, compared mm-hmm. to SmackDown's two-hour show. And I hope they can, because the thing I liked about, well, you'll hear about this one on Sanction when it comes, well, First, let me talk about the U.S. Open Challenge. SmackDown has so much talent that you need. they have to get on TV because we haven't seen Ty Dillinger in how long. And we're like, okay, here comes Ty Dillinger. This may, this may actually be a good match. But then before that, you see Baron Corbin. So he's going to answer the challenge, but he doesn't. Ty Dillinger just loses the match in, what, 45 seconds or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. But I really hope this is a thing. But they already implemented the whole story of Baron Corbin. So I, I think it might be a little bit short-lived for the time being, but in the long term, I think it is. Yeah, I would
0: like to see it. I mean, you have AJ Styles. That's one of his calling cards, his, his ability in the ring. So you might as well feature it while you can. Um, are you looking forward to AJ Styles and Baron Corbin? No.
2: Because <laughs> AJ had the best out on Corbin, but I know Laugh was saying... Laf was telling us to stop with the Corbin love and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He's horrible. But, as you'll hear about, as I talked about on Sanction with Fernando Felix, that WWE, they put you in a position to succeed. And a few months ago, Baron Corbin was actually pretty good. And as a character. It's, about, it's all about the characters. The characters can overcompensate for the in-ring work. And Corbin was actually really good, but for the last few weeks, a couple of months, basically since he won Money in the Bank... Neither has been good So nothing's overcompensating for the other Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And speaking of Corbin He got a shout out during one of the women's segments Not much going on For the women on Smackdown this week Carmella and Ellsworth did a promo Where she gave James Ellsworth A hard time for Blabbing about her plans last week he allegedly stole flowers from a funeral to try to make <laughs> up for it. Uh, Natty says, if you try to cash in on me, I'll make you the Baron Corbin of the women's division. And now Carmella gets a title shot next week. Naomi says, well, it's going to be a rough couple weeks for you because you have Carmella next week in the rematch with me the week after. Does Natty still have the women's title three weeks from now? Yeah. So you don't see her losing it to either one of them? No. Do you think she has an extended run? Or do you think it's just like she's just holding it for a few weeks till the next person in line gets it?
2: Well, you kind of got to think what's going to happen with Charlotte because Charlotte just got back on the road, and then you have Becky Lynch still out there lingering, lingering around. I think the perfect thing for Carmella to do is to cash in during the, during the match, like you really want to see, that you're really hoping for, just yeah. just to add to her whole her whole annoying thing with Money in the Bank. What match is that though? I don't know. We've seen Natty and Charlotte a few times already, but I think everybody's want Char- wanted to see Charlotte in that, in, in that type of position for the longest time because the rumor was, before Natty, that was supposed to be the SummerSlam match, Charlotte versus um, Naomi. That was supposed to be the SummerSlam match, supposedly. Yeah. But I think if we do get that program, I think that's when Carmelo would cash in because I think the perfect way for the to cash in is the moment, that, the moment during a match that everybody really wants to see. Um...
0: And would you rather see her cash in on Natty? Would you rather see someone win the title and then she cashes it on that person? Would you rather see her
2: do like a Seth Rollins type thing where she makes it a triple threat match? What's the most annoying thing? What's the, what's the most ridiculous annoying thing they could do? The triple threat match, when, when that was clever because even at WrestleMania 31, I think that, that caught everybody by surprise because mm-hmm. nobody's ever inserted themselves into a match like that. And you know how wrestling Twitter is in the internet. Oh well, Seth Rollins did it first. Like shut up. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think they might do a they might do a creative way. Like I, I I would love if before a title defense she just attacks her, or or back or or she's randomly gets attacked backstage and gets dragged out to defend the title. I would love I would love that. I will I want to see something different with Carmella. To make her stand out being from being as being the first women's Money in the Bank winner.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the most annoying thing would be, but I do hope they find what it is and do it, because, <laughs> yeah, this, this cash-in deserves it. Like, she's she's carried it proudly. I think she's been great with it. I'm happy that Ellsworth is back with her. Uh, I hope that they find the right thing to do. What do you think of Tamina's squash?
2: Oh, I feel bad for that girl. She took a rough, few rough
0: bumps. Yeah. Do you like Lana back in the role as a manager not with (laughs) Tamina so not working for you (laughs) Uh, looked good though but no yeah Smackdown tag team titles the Usos beat the New Day with the match being for who was going to decide the stipulation on the rematch which is weird because why couldn't this have just been (laughs) (laughs) like this was a rematch wasn't it yes Hey, let's have a match to see what our rematch is going to be about. <laughs> it's just kind of weird to me.
2: you you got to love um, Woods' I'm sore son. you got to <laughs> love
0: that. I love everything Woods <laughs> does, really. And <laughs> yeah, you guys know that. Um, what do we think this stipulation is going to be? Is it going to be an Uso
2: penitentiary match? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very interested to see where this goes, what kind of match it's going to be. Because they have Hell in a Cell. Maybe Hell in a Cell. Who knows? But I don't think the Usos to put themselves in that situation since they made that stipulation. Yeah. So, I'm interested to see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We had a Punjabi prison
0: match. <laughs> Why not have an Uso penitentiary match? Uh, Gable and Shelton Benjamin made their debut against The Ascension. What did you think? Loved it. What did you think of their music? Eh. Generic, right? Yeah. They're not having those heavy hitters coming out anymore. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I would like to see, hopefully, more of Gable getting to be Gable. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's always fun to watch in the ring. Shelton Benjamin, same thing. I was glad they got the win. The season two premiere, The Fashion File, which <laughs> I couldn't tell you how much I loved they called it. The season two premiere, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> the opening credits montage, I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um... The thing I popped most for, my guess is you probably, this was probably up there for you, was when Breeze was showing him the new tech from the boys in the lab. <laughs> in the belt. The belt. And he said, I know what this is. It's a title. I thought that was awesome. I laughed so hard at that. Um, and then to be or not to be, and Aiden English is accused of possibly being the suspect <laughs> Do you think it's gonna be English? Do you think
2: it's something totally different? I don't know, but when that part happened, I, I couldn't help but, go, but to go back to Batman Forever. <laughs> How about Mr. E? Mr. <laughs> e Nigma Edward Enigma. I That's what I went back to in that part. What did you
0: enjoy this episode oh, yeah. of the Fashion Files? I see the Fashion Files. Love them. They've only had
2: one flat one. Which one was that? I don't think I think remember, the, but I don't. I think it was the second week when they went with the Bookham Dango. Oh, yeah, that was not good. And when they first went to Twin Peaks, but I don't know what Twin Peaks was. You do. Yeah, they did a very
0: good job with those. The only problem with that is it's not a show that's had a high level of viewership. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And considering at the time they started doing it, most of the show, I mean, still, it was a show from 1990 and 1991. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't, it's topical because it's back on Showtime, but it's, yeah, I don't, I still don't get why they did But as somebody who had just watched Twin Peaks, I thought it was funny. I thought they did a good job. Um, speaking of Aiden English, during his opening monologue or whatever you want to call it, Kevin Owens interrupts him and once again knocks it out of the park. <laughs> like he's being a jerk, but I love that he sells him on Get Out of Here because these Arkansas hillbillies won't appreciate your art. <laughs> and Aiden English is like Oh yeah okay you're right And he gladly leaves Pissed it. he didn't pick Shane to be the ref And he got involved in the match Shane says he's tired of Kevin Owens complaining Brings out Sami Zayn To have his match with Aiden English How great was KO stealing the ref Yes,
2: <laughs> He did it so smooth too uh-huh. Didn't struggle taking the guy's shirt on or the <laughs> I was like this is great
0: Pops the ref shirt on Hits the pop up power bomb on Sami And then the the added touch of the fast count, even after the (laughs) pop-up powerbomb, was great. Uh, I loved it. When do we get Kevin Owens against Shane McMahon?
2: Hell in a Cell. In a Hell in a Cell, do you think? I think I'll be inside Hell in a Cell.
0: Those are two guys that do some crazy stuff. Like, which one's going to put themselves in harm's way more?
2: Oh, Shane. You right
0: now. Uh, Kevin Owens does some crazy stuff. He's taken at least 10 bumps since he's been on the main roster. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, how do you get up from that? I'm really anxious to see it. I mentioned this to Joey earlier. Uh, as down as I was on AJ getting put in a match with Shane for WrestleMania, it ended up being awesome. The story was awesome. The build was awesome. The match was great. I'm really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be awesome. I think everything about it is going to be great. Do you think they're just gonna be ramping it up
2: oh, yeah. from here? Yeah, because Kevin Owens, like even we I know his preps hit on this, mm-hmm. but anytime Kevin Owens loses a title, it's so good. Yeah, it <laughs> <'Cause> is. Because <laughs> he, he just mourns over it constantly. It's so it's so good. You you kinda like feel for the guy. Mm-hmm. And he's not and he's always he always has a point too. So but Kevin Owens, he's been carrying this for weeks now, this thing with Shane. And I think he can continue to do it until hell and so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Anything Kevin Owens does, though, pretty much, he knocks it out of the park. Uh, Bobby Roode against Mike Kanellis. First things first, how do you bring Mike Kanellis out and not have the entrance exactly. on TV? Yes, that is Mike Kanellis. Yes, <laughs> I don't get it. Like I saw him in the ring. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's the best part.
2: Bobby Roode, is he also like a true blue babyface? What? What is this? Stop with this face crap! I give me my heel, Bobby Roode. Why is he smiling? He's big box office. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like stop, stop! And I know Vince just <laughs> loves the term glorious. Mm-hmm. I, I, he like they tra- they change his Tron up a bit when it, to say glorious. Like stop! Give me my heel, Bobby Roode. Stop with this face crap.
0: I don't know if they're going to, because he's going to keep getting cheered.
2: Like smiling, doing
0: this shrug, like stop. What like what is this? It's weird, right? Like I I don't remember if we brought it up on the show last week or if I talked to somebody else about it. But the idea it might have been you that said it actually. I think I brought this up last week, and he said, "Well, it was like the crowd after SummerSlam. Like obviously they were gonna cheer for Bobby Roode, and then this week they still did." I, I think he's just a babyface now.
2: Stop with this face. <laughs> Like have him face like have him go, after this Corbin crap, have him face AJ at open challenge and cheat and get and turn him heel, stuff with the space crap because so I still think he's facing Ziggler. Speaking
0: of Ziggler, that was the next thing on my notes. Criticizes even more things about the current product, delays it for another week. Are we getting into like Eva Marie, Emma territory with this where it's going to be every week? Like, oh, wait till next week,
2: probably. I think he'll strike. At a moment that you don't at least expect. Because I'm very interested to see who, he, who he's going to target.
0: So do you think he's just going to attack somebody? Yeah.
2: And then there's rumors going around that his contract's up in October. And he's not going to resign. Which I'm happy for him. <laughs> if he doesn't.
0: So. Something this made me think of. I don't think this is the way they're going. But it did at least cross my mind. I've mentioned before. My old backyard wrestling character's name was Madness. Big... Big thing being that my character was very angry, my character had no regard for his own health or well-being, but we had a storyline that we never got to do, because we disbanded before we got to do it. I was going to have multiple chances to win the SICWA World Championship, Seattle City Wrestling Association. I was going to come up just short on multiple occasions. And then my character would debut as Sadness. (laughs) where I wouldn't be angry anymore. I would just be lost and sad. And then from there, I would start coming out as a different SICWA wrestler's gimmick Mm -hmm. every week. Like, I didn't even know who I was anymore. And I started thinking, like, what if they have Ziggler come out there every week as a different gimmick that someone else already has? I think that would be funny. Uh, I'd be a little bit pissed at them taking SICWA's idea. (laughs) But... What do you think this is gonna be, and do you think there's any
2: promise with it? Last week I had hope, but he kind of he kind of said a lot of the same things that he did last mm-hmm. week. But so I don't know who who, who, did, who um what is, this is really gonna be. He, he's, we know he's been the strong, because he's been back early in the here. He was cutting those sad, depressing promos mm-hmm. that didn't lead it that didn't lead to anything. So I don't know. But if this rumor is true that he may leave, I'm I'll be I'm very happy for the guy because his because. The sun set on him for a while, a while ago. They had so many opportunities to pull the trigger on him and strap that rocket to his back. and Strap the rocket to his back. <laughs> and they, they, had pl- they had plenty of opportunities, but they just never did it. So his time is passed in WWE.
0: So you think it, no matter what they do, it's over? Yeah. Uh, anything else from Raw or SmackDown?
2: Raw was actually better than SmackDown
0: this week. It was. I don't even think it was close. I think it was Raw in a blowout. Uh, May Young Classic? Four hours dropped on us all at once. <laughs> that was unexpected. Uh, what did you think of the first round?
2: Um, if I had to rate it, I'll give it a high knocker. Um One thing I don't like about these, even well, well, yeah, the main thing I don't like about these tournament shows, the best match is always the last match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never a fan of that. I like I like the way it, the way it's presenting. I'm I'm always a big fan of like the whole blackout the crowd, put all all lights on the. Lights on the on the on the ring. I know the Lakers used to do that. I yeah. I'm not sure if they still do, but I'm have always been a big fan of that. Um, a lot of their backstories played into their matches, which I did like because it gives you reason to kind of care mm-hmm. if you pay attention to those video packages before before the match. Yeah. I thought JR was great. Lita, I have a love hate relationship <laughs> on commentary, but I I was really I, I did enjoy. You watching. do have some love for Lita, though. All things considered in her past. I'm over it a little bit. It took like 12 years, but I think I'm finally over it.
0: But you have forgiven but not forgotten.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought she was fine. JR was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. I do get what you're saying. There's like a formula to each show where it builds to that last match. Um, Who has jumped out at you?
2: I liked um, Shayna Baszler. I wanted so much more out that match because I thought it was really great yeah. for what it was. Yeah, I liked both of them. Yeah.
0: her and Zeta, I thought both were good.
2: Yeah, because Zeta actually, I gave her a shout out on an Instagram page really before this tournament started and then I was like, I can't wait to see and then I was like, okay, this is actually pretty good and then the match, yeah. oh, I said, I wanted more. Is this the thing you were heartbroken about or no? No, <laughs> it wasn't. I, um, like Serena Deeb, I was shocked that she actually moved on. I, I was also a big fan of... Um, Lathe. yeah, Abby, Abby, Abby Lath. Laith. yeah. I thought that was probably the best match. That for me was my favorite match. No, I think that was my favorite match. Um Mercedes Martinez, I thought. How much swagger
0: does she have? Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I'm a huge fan of her. Yeah, are we
2: gonna break down these down episode by episode, or just give a, a small rundown?
0: Might as well just give our rundown. I don't okay, think we gotta go because
2: we episodes. talked. Well, we I, I talked about how the video packages mm-hmm. basically gave you insight and in how these character how. Their backstories played into their characters mm-hmm. into the match. I think Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez can be the Brian Kendrick of this tournament.
0: Sixteen year vet, yeah, finally getting her yeah, chance. Never had a
2: chance, mm-hmm. and we won't know now. But going down, maybe she can like do a lot of desperate things to win this match to show that she belongs here.
0: Her whole attitude tells you that she's not above doing that. Yeah, I loved her finishing submission. I thought mm-hmm. it was yeah, better. out of
2: nowhere too. <laughs> Cause she was like getting her, getting getting it handed to her. Yeah. Um. Tony Storm. I love her showmanship. Mm-hmm. She she could put on the show. She's not just a wrestler. So she had way more to her yeah. than that. Um. Bianca Belair. I'm that whole ponytail thing. It's. I don't know if I like it or I, I don't. I do. Because <laughs> it's a little
0: different. I do like it. Um. I get why people might not though.
2: Mm-hmm. Cause I was thinking. You think she she has a lead pipe braided inside?
0: Oh my god, that'd be great. Because
2: <laughs> she she dates Montez Ford. Oh really? The red shoes, <laughs> as, as you might know. And um, we all know I love San, we love Santana girl and Piper Levin. Awesome, My yes. For me, the breakout star yes. of the first round. Yes, because I like, this is because I'm thinking Santana is going to win, but I'm like, this is fantastic. I the crowd loved her.
0: Yeah. That was one of the that I did not expect to be super into that match. But you know, I love the Scottish accent. <laughs> the first Scottish girl, Kaylee Ray, got eliminated in the first match. Then I see, oh, there's another another Scottish woman in this. And then I was like, uh, she may not have the look that they're going for. My God, she was awesome. <laughs> the the crossbody Yes. Awesome. I loved it. I loved that match. I loved her. I can't wait to watch her again. Yeah, and
2: I'm always and I'm always a big fan of people who are, are bigger than others, mm-hmm. but can do but anybody else can. Yeah. And she moved around and, like, like n- nothing. hmm And um, the, the final match, Tessa Blanchard versus Kerry Sane, that was when my heart was broken because, you know, I love Tessa Blanchard.
0: That's what I thought yeah. it was going to be.
2: Yeah. But they saved that. That was basically labeled as the two biggest names you probably know in this tournament because mm-hmm. Tessa has worked NXT, Kerry Sane, the, the new hyped-up signing. I thought that match was good, too, but I think that Piper Eleven And the um, Abby Lathes match Was two of the better matches In the the tournament But the the Carry Sane Tissel Blanchard match Was really good too It was probably my Third favorite match In the tournament And how about that elbow drop Awesome It's beautiful Mm All is cracked
0: up to be Yes Um, Yeah my favorite matches uh, Piper and Santana Garrett Was on there Abby Lathe and Jazzy Gabbert I thought was great I was really looking forward to seeing Jazzy Gabbert I'm surprised that she lost Yeah I really was too But I thought the storytelling in that match was great I loved it Rhea Ripley and Miranda Salinas I thought was good Uh, Tynara Conti and Lacey Evans I thought was good The Mm -hmm. Judo Girl and uh, the the Marine Um, And yeah Kyrie Sane and Tessa Blanchard I thought was good The people that jumped out at me the most like Mia Yim, to me, when she first walked out, mm-hmm. I felt like maybe this was biased because I've seen her on TV before mm-hmm. on TNA. I've seen her live at House of Hardcore. To me, she looked like someone they could present as the star of this tournament. And she looked more than more than anybody to me like she belongs on TV. Now, granted, she was on a little earlier than some of the other women that jumped out at me later, but I think this could be a big opportunity for Mia Yim. Tony Storm is awesome. I watched her for the first time before I did Falls Count Anywhere uh, when she won the first Progress Women's Championship. I think she's great. Uh, Lacey Evans, I did not think I was going to like her, but I thought she was actually really good in the ring. Uh, I thought she was one of the more, like, she looked more natural in the ring than a lot of these other girls. Mercedes Martinez was awesome. Rhea Ripley, that girl's only 20. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to be really good. And... Um, Kyrie Sane, obviously the first time I got to watch her, I thought she was great. Um, I'm really looking forward to this going forward. I'm really looking forward to seeing the second round. I'm curious how this shakes out, though, because I thought Mia Yim was going to go really far. I thought Shayna Baszler, if Ronda Rousey's involved, like she is, she's in the crowd, I thought she's obviously going to go really far because they're going to want to get as much mileage as they can out of Ronda Rousey. But now they're facing each other in the next round. So it's like only one of them is going to still be there. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is still going to be there between those two?
2: Because I, I don't know I don't know who wins any of these matches, but I know there's like a confrontation between the WWE horse women mm-hmm. and the, the UFC's fourth women. So I don't know who wins, but I think, isn't Baszler signed?
0: I don't know. I don't know any of them that are signed.
2: I think it might make it more of a big deal to Baszler.
0: That's kind of how I feel. I'll be disappointed for me you mm-hmm. if she loses in the second round because she's had a good career. I think she is really good. Um, but I do think that like they know we have this other piece with Shayna Baszler that we can run with, and I think that's probably what they're going to do. Uh, any other thoughts on the Mayon Classic?
2: The, it, the Abby Leith um Abby Leith match. Just the way, like, Abby Leif made the comeback and then she hit the swanton and then. The alligator clutch? No, well, well, before that, when Girth got up mm-hmm. and she just, like. Like, Leif took her down, so like she kind of took down the monster, and then when she finally got back up and it clotheslined her. Like really nice. yeah. she kind of like got back her dominance. I did like that aspect in mm-hmm. the LA touch. I thought that was a nice, really nice touch. Yeah. I, I loved that match. I went into that match the most. Because I didn't expect I didn't expect Liv to win.
0: Uh, I didn't either at all. But I, I was kinda happy she did and I'm looking forward to seeing her in the next round.
2: Oh and um Serena Deep, I, I thought she was kinda she wasn't that great to me, but I'm a spear enthusiast and <laughs> better spear than Bill.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely.
2: <laughs> Bianca Belair had a
0: better spirit yes.
2: than Bill, too. Oh, and um, Prep, I know Prep will pop when I say this. Prep says, too much in their entrance music, too much reggaeton.
0: <laughs> Prep, not a fan.
2: No. Uh, do we have any listener questions? Yes, we do. We have a question from Professor Charles Xavier Johnson. Okay. His question is. Shouldn't he already know our answer? (laughs) He should. (laughs) Plain and simple, I just want to know who Sasha pissed off. Apparently, everybody.
0: (laughs) I don't even know how to answer it other than that. Fans apparently are pissed at her. Uh, I don't know if anyone in management. I really don't know.
2: Because even she, she's still she's hardly got a reaction on her. Yeah. So I I don't know. Maybe that whole Summer weekend thing with the fans thing actually got back there, but I don't know. But maybe just I kind of think this might have been the whole story to begin with because they need they need programming. Yeah. Also, prediction on Enzo's long term potential in the sport of wrestling. Zero. <laughs> <And> One. <laughs> in what directions could they go with when Cash returns?
0: Zero. <laughs> None.
2: Enzo, zero. <laughs> Everyone in the Cruiserweight division, be safe. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cass, I would love if a shakeup happened and they put him with Carmella. That would be good. I think that would work, big time. Like, if she holds him to Ellsworth for that long, and then when she does one of the women's title and, and dumps him, and then Cass is back, I think that would be a nice touch, because she would placing replacing Ellsworth with Cass.
0: I would love to see Cass take out Ellsworth too
2: that'd <laughs> awesome and we also got a statement slash question from the Godfather <laughs> podcast Joe, Joe Lafferty this is my first time bringing this by the way mm mm-hmm. <laughs> I I watched approximately 17 minutes before the Smackdown I didn't go back I read <laughs> I read John Cairn's reviews unfortunately part of 17 minutes was Hensel <laughs> <laughs>
0: He was the first Enzo critic. I got to give
2: him that. Please stop him. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's on two shows. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I've hated him the whole time. Let's do something more exciting. Remember when I picked my champions on our recent episode? Let's call it the, the S-I-C-W-A. Okay. i like to introduce a new title, four. And I have four fantasy matches in the newly formed organization. TV title I can be defended across all shows. Champ Tully <laughs> Blanchard versus El Generico. <laughs> Tag t- title match. The Hart Foundation versus the British Bulldogs. I see match and the strap is black. <laughs> <laughs> Montroma versus AJ Styles. The world title, Stone Cold versus 1980s Ric Flair. Thanks, guys.
0: Huh. Do you want to take that one first so I have a second to think about it? Huh. Let's see. Actually, I guess I'll go. So we're talking a TV title match. Yeah. I would go Jericho. Against The Rock. Because to me, I will always associate the television title with Jericho because that was the only thing I could stand about
2: WCW. Oh, man. During the Monday Night Wars. Throwback Madness. Oh, my God. I rewind Jericho like five times. <laughs> I think he's the best part. Well, I,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I wasn't wrong back then. That was the only good thing. Um, Jericho against The Rock because obviously you want those two guys on television. Um The What was it The tag title match Mm -hmm. I would probably go Not to steal this from Laugh But tag team wrestling To me The Hart Foundation against the British Bulldogs I still remember that from Wrestlemania 3 Like back when I was a kid I loved the British Bulldogs So I'll go with that one Um I see match with the black strap I would obviously go agree with laugh on this when I have the champ be the macho man Randy Savage to me the greatest intercontinental champion of all time and who I would like to see him in there with man that is a tough one who do I think because I'm, I'm debating do I want it to be with somebody who could go with him on the mic or somebody that would give him a great match We're going heel savage. It's got to be a pure baby face. Man, that is not easy. Maybe I go Macho Man against John Cena. (laughs) And then for the World Heavyweight Championship, I would say, hmm. World Championship, I'm going to say the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H.
2: Huh. Well, for my world title, I would have The Rock versus Shawn Michaels. The Black IC title. <laughs> mm. um, I'm going to go completely different. I'm going to go Eddie Guerrero versus AJ Styles. Good one my tag team titles I didn't I could I didn't live the heart foundation and bulldog day so I can't speak on it yeah that, that, that's just how I am mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go with my time so I'm gonna go with edging Christian versus the new day okay in my TV title match I'm going to go hmm I'm gonna go Kevin Owens versus a young Christian
0: awesome <laughs> all good options um. Thank you for the question, Laugh. That was good. I, I should have uh, planned that out a little better.
2: I'm sorry, I, I couldn't stop laughing.
0: <laughs> I don't blame you, it was funny. Uh, was that everything for questions? Yes,
2: that was everything for
0: questions. Uh, so, one of the last things we spoke about before the questions was Kyrie Sane. Um, that name makes me think of another Kyrie who has since been <laughs> traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers to the Boston Celtics. Trade's complete. Trade is complete. I believe an extra second round draft pick yes. or something was added to it. Uh, LeBron, you got to play with a hobbled Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder. I will tell you, you will find better teammates here on the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you won't have to do all the distributing. Uh, I will be glad to set you up to be the scorer that everyone says that you're not. You know, I'll make you look like Michael Jordan. So, the seat is open for you on Unsanctioned anytime. If you want to get away from the trade drama, uh, the NBA drama, whatever it is, uh, the Michael Jordan drama, come give us a shout. We would love to have you on. Um, So that's my LeBron invite for the week. Uh, Listen to False Count Anywhere. Listen to The Perfect Edge with Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd and Eck2Fly Eric Trembicki. Listen to Unsanctioned with... Josh Prepaguina and Jay Mendez, and we have one upcoming with Alo. And what was the name again? Fernando Felix. Fernando Felix. I'm glad I didn't try because I would have said Felix Fernando. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if I was right about that or not. Uh, subscribe if you like the show. Also, five star ratings on iTunes. Uh, they're a huge help. We greatly appreciate them. So, that is the show for this week. Four. Kan Joe Rotterme for Mr. Wednesday night live Halo Aaron Lloyd I am Ron Ashchery and we will see you next
1: Sunday the top rope by the land withboat got him now put him down right now hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band. Y'all don't understand. Fist a Superman. It's a Summer Slam. Here we go again. Fans marking man. Man, I hate my balls. Shut the Vince McMahon. It ain't safe the land. Off the cell. Fans love it. Ain't hard to tell. Talking madness. Awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man. Y'all off the smell.